to Mental Health Corner. I'm your host, Gina Miller, resident psychology major. Hey there. Now, on the opposite side of the spectrum, which we talked about causes last podcast, we're going to focus this time on the popular treatments of autism spectrum disorder, which is just as, or dare I say, slightly more important than causes, at least to me. Uh, Family, friends, therapists, and doctors really strive to make individuals with ASD live healthy and independent lives. So let's start with one of the most popular treatments out there, ABA, or Applied Behavioral Analysis. ABA uses behavior principles to solve practical problems. It's also known as behavioral engineering. There are so many moving parts in ABA and so many different methods that you can use. It is such a large branch of of, um, behavioral science. Um, Obviously, there isn't a cure for autism, but studies have shown that ABA is one of the best evidence-based branches of treatments. It includes discrete trial instruction, or DTI, the Early Start Denver model, or ESDM, and the Early Intensive Behavioral Intervention, which is EIBI. For the remainder of the podcast, I am most likely going to be using those acronyms, so I don't trip up on all of those long words. (laughs) Starting with DTI, though, it's a well-established step-by-step approach that is used to teach language, cognitive, academic, and social skills by presenting a stimulus to the individual and then requiring a specific response back. So wrong answers usually are completely ignored, and it is used with um, positive reinforcement to try to build that behavior. So it's especially helpful for individuals with severe ASD symptoms because steps are broken down into very, very small parts, and there's frequent reinforcement. Next, we'll be discussing ESDM, the Early Start Denver model. So ESDM is normally used with very young children, infant to toddler age, so like 12 to 48 months. Um, And it uses age-appropriate practices like play to address learning needs. It also incorporates parents, um, which helps build um, on those relationship skills with joint activities. So it's really, really nice for young kids. And as for EIBI, the title is pretty explanatory. So this early intervention is used with children usually ages between 2 to 5, no older than that usually. And it's done in very intense increments of more than 25 hours a week. They're typically one-on-one sessions in a highly structured environment. And it focuses on reducing unwanted behaviors like temper tantrums, Um, biting, things like that, and then building positive ones. Switching gears a bit, I wanted to discuss medications that may be used in alleviating ASD symptoms. They can be somewhat controversial since ASD at first glance might not seem to be a disorder warranting medicine, but 
If an individual experiences certain symptoms or has comorbid uh, disorders, they may help individuals feel more comfortable in their day-to-day. So to start, SSRIs or selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors may be one of the most common as they um, treat many different things. So they can help decrease depression because they are technically an antidepressant. Um, anxiety and aggressive behavior. Um, tricyclics are actually very similar to SSRIs and usually come with more mild um, side effects than SSRIs. And they sometimes can be more effective for certain people. Of course, every medication will affect every person differently. So there are plenty of different kinds of medications that people can try. There are also antipsychotics or psychoactive medications, which can decrease irritability, repetitive behaviors, and hyperactivity. Um, these can help individuals who may also have ADHD. Um, stimulants are also equipped to do the same thing, to decrease hyperactivity while also increasing focus. See, as you can tell, there are many medications that'll help relieve certain symptoms, but of course, they're not very helpful on their own. So therapeutic treatment should still be used in conjunction with giving anyone these medications. The next treatments that I wanted to discuss are very important to me, and I'm kind of including them as an honorable mention section because they've usually been at the very end of every list of treatments that I have seen. Um, So these are the creative therapies, um, play and music therapy. So to begin, play therapy is a wonderful option for children with severe ASD because it can be used in so many ways, especially non-directive play therapy um, because it can really give a child a voice if they're nonverbal or it can help with emotional regulation and joint attention with the therapist. It can really help them learn things about themselves as well, which I feel is very important, especially with a growing individual. They need to learn how to be a human, not necessarily a human with a disorder. We can really sometimes forget that a child is still a child regardless of whether they have a disorder or not. And studies have shown that play is just as important to cognitive development as anything else they do in their lives. Now, music therapy is one of my favorite therapies in general, but I am a little bit biased because I was previously studying it. So um, it really, it's the, it uses musical interventions to accomplish non-musical goals. Music can be used as a reinforcer. It can induce emotions and can eventually lead to talk therapy. Musical games can be used to reduce stereotyped behavior. It can increase joint attention and help with development of gross motor skills. The list seriously goes on and on. Now, these therapies are evidence-based and can genuinely increase quality of life. I honestly wish they were more mainstream than they are because they are very good alternative treatments, especially when thinking about medications and things like that. That's all we have for today, so 
Thank you so much for listening. Again, I really hoped you learned something and have a great day.